The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. This is for you, this is for you and me, and who we see when we see each other. This is for all, this is for all the time you tried to find your sister or your brother. And you're not crazy anymore, you've been waiting at the door. And it's time to open. Love you, Bent Mike, and love you, love you, love you. Good morning, Albuquerque. Um, this is Waking Up in America, and the t- we're here. The team is here and ready for you today. This show is being presented by Mary Louise Zeller, 20-time 20, 20 gold medal taekwondo champion in forms and international Kayani distribution agent. And by the way, that 20-time gold medal after age of 45. Dynamic Radio Dialogues of Life Today in America, and I'm here with my ever-fabulous co-host, Randy Shannon, and Dr. Louis Constantine. Love this guy. we got some special guests for you this morning. You may not have heard of them before, but you're sure going to like what they have to say. They're remarkable people, and they've gotten up very early in the morning to be here with you, and we want to make, we want to make life happen for you. So join all torchbearers as we ask you to light your torch for freedom, intelligence, and mutual respect as we celebrate the vibrancy of this 2,000-year-old flame, Sidious Altius Fortius. Swifter, higher, stronger. Remember, Greece was the world's first republic. Bob Costa of the Home Shopping Network says we're doing radio that is changing the world, and thanks for your keen observation. We love you, Bob. Uh, visit our site at wakingupinamerica.com and sign up for our newsletter and share it with your friends. You also, when you sign up for the newsletter, you get the password for our amazing page. And um, with that password, you get into a section that when you watch the video, you go, that's amazing. And if you have one of those videos yourself that you'd like to forward to us, you can send that to me at val at wakingupinamerica.com, and we'll put that in. So sign up for the alerts. We send you the password. It's all magic. Uh, You might hear a telephone ringing or a dog barking or an angel singing as we call in from our homes and offices all over the world sometimes to cause this program. In Aramaic, pray means to go out and to get that which is yours in the world and to reach for your highest dream. So claim that which is yours and always include a prayer for the celebration of our republic for the United States of America. Today we ask for respect also for our animal friends as well as for each other. So today... I have the pleasure of telling you that I have it confirmed. You're going to love this, Randy. You're just going to love it. Awesome. I have it confirmed that people are um, special, privileged people are already cashing in the dong and the dinar. What do you think about that? Well, that is exciting. I guess I wasn't one of them, though, I, but I am excited. <laughs> well, I, I believe 
that it will happen within probably uh, that will be in the banks. I, I've heard that the rates have actually been on the teller screens. Um, there was uh, it was on the teller screens for 45 minutes a few days ago, and they made a lot of transactions happen then. Um, what's going to happen when the uh, the the dong and dinar are available to you is you're not going to refer to them as the Iraqi dinar. You're going to refer to them as the IQN, which is for Iraqi, and the VNN, which is for the Vietnamese dong. And you want to talk mm-hmm. not about an investment, but you want to talk about how you're doing a currency exchange. And be really careful because the <laughs> they're tricky, okay? So mm-hmm. The way these things are set up are tricky. So you may be offered... Oh, let's say a rate of nine or ten dollars, and then you'll pay. They'll tell you that you pay a nine percent tax on that. But then you oh. may be offered a rate of like thirty-five dollars. And what would you pick? Uh, higher rate. <laughs> yeah, the tendency would be to pick the higher rate. But what you want to make sure you ask is, and does the tax rate change on this higher amount? Because you could actually pick the higher amount and end up getting less money, because the tax rate hmm. could be different. So you want to be watching those things. You want to um, stage two Omega has a lot of interesting information and lists. So you, you sign up for them, and you can get some information from them about the questions you take to the bank and such. But what's been happening, Randy, is remember all those groups that we were talking about of people that were going to be cashing in and things of that nature. There's been so much um, confusion mm-hmm. inside of the inside of the groups that it looks like the average individual is going to be able to go in and negotiate for themselves. And this may be one of the most financial, important financial negotiation of your life, folks. So make sure that you're educated. Uh, the, the dong could come in as low as 87 cents, but it also could cap at 687. That's $6.87 per dong. <laughs> Ding dong for each one of them. Okay, so you have the negotiating range. And once you know the ranges and things of that nature, if, if you think mm, being paid a, a million dollars for something you paid $75 from, from is a lot of money, that's what they're counting on because you could be paid maybe $6 million instead of $1 million. So get yourself educated because it looks like it's going to be left up to the individual, and I think you're going to be experiencing it very soon. There's an awful lot of goodwill floating around lately I've been noticing. So remember, it's a, it's not an investment. It is an exchange. Your, the banks that you'll be able to go to are like Chase, Wells Fargo. Um, let's see, Bank of America, I think, is doing it. Maybe Citibank, I believe, is also doing it, too. So, Have you actually called up one of the banks? And No, they're asking you, do not call the banks. Do not, okay. do not, do not, do not, do not, do not, do not call the banks. I hope I've made myself clear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because what happens here is that the poor banks, and I am saying the poor banks, this is one of the few times you'll ever hear me say the poor banks. <laughs> they open up their door, and um, there's like 500 people standing in the street pounding on the window saying, is it today? Um, mm. Because rumors go around. No, you will be. You will know when it is time to go to the banks. It will be. It will be put out there. Okay, so okay. under no circumstances call the banks because I think this actually would have happened earlier if people hadn't been calling the banks all the time and driving them nuts. So, any comments, guys? Well, I was listening to uh, Alex Jones yesterday on the radio, and 
and somebody called up and was talking about all of this, and he did not dispute it. He said that he would have his people look into it more. And, and this caller actually brought up about the Vatican giving uh, or taking away the immunity of all of the people that are in power positions that have been corrupt. So it, this was all brought up. Oh, yeah. And uh, he mentioned a website called GoldSeek to go check out and look up this information about the currencies and stuff. Okay, very good. So anyway, you, you will hear. Um, I do know for a fact, as I said, that certain whales have cashed in. And whales are people that have like um, a trillion or a couple billion. Or I don't even, I can't even calculate how rich these humans will be. So um, anyway, don't say you haven't been told about this. And don't be bad and say, oh, gosh, if only I'd known, I would have spent that $75. You can go to, I buy dinar and you can buy a million dong for $75. So that's up to you, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. But please, no whining later if you didn't do anything. Now, I want to let you all know that I have two very special people in my life that you're not going to recognize their names as a household word or something of that nature. But they're people that are in my life, and they're here this week, and they're here this week because I invited them both to be here, and I'm actually going to ask my friend, the umpire, to speak first. Um, and I think you'll figure out why later, because I want him to set the tone of mastery, and that's what Ira Moretsky is about. Ira's, I, I went to Ira and Bethany's wedding like 30 years ago, and, I, and then Beth Handler put us together for, um, called us together for a landmark project, and the landmark project was a Living Life Passionately seminar, which has just absolutely been something that I just will love Beth for till the day she dies because the, uh, it brought me back. I was it's sort of like I'd been out of training and I was getting flabby, and now I'm back in the seminar and I'm feeling absolutely terrific, and I was part of that. So, Ira, good morning. Good morning. So, <laughs> see, brief and to the point, just says it. Ira, how many years have you been? Um, that, by the way, that's what I, one of the things I like about you. Okay, so how many years have you been an ump, a softball uh, thir ump? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. <laughs> that's very funny. You know what that is, right? Thirty-three. Thirty-three years. It? It's a master's number. Mm. And you're going to find it. Why I find that more amusing because of what he's going to be talking about. So for thirty-three years, you've been a soft. Softball ump. What kind of things have you noticed in that 33 years as you've gone through the process? Um, well, first of all, I've done um, over 7,500 games, and what I noticed there's there's like three levels of of being an umpire. Uh, the the rookie umpire is somebody who calls everything by the book, and then you have um, a veteran umpire who um, calls it the way he interprets it. And then you have the master umpire who it ain't nothing till he calls it. And what I've noticed about umpiring is that uh, it's, it's more than just going out there and calling balls and strikes and out and safe. Um, really what it is, and softball umpiring is a lot different than Major League Baseball. I mean, uh, this is something that's uh, 
it's a service of providing recreation for, and I do um, adult uh, men and women when I go out to, to umpire. And um, so what I've discovered is that my job is to be the, is to provide the space that the game shows up in. And what that means is that when I'm out there, uh, it has nothing to do with my personality. Um, I just make sure that I stay invisible in the background while the game shows up. And I notice that um, when I'm really effective, then when the game is over, then all of a sudden they discover that I was there. And um, they'll usually say to me, nice game. And what I realize is that they're not really complimenting me. They're just really excited that they were able to have recreation and fun and enjoyment. And coincidentally, I was there that that happened. So it's, it's a whole different, for me, it's a whole different kind of mindset because in order for that space to be provided for these men and women to um, have recreation, um, I have to really make sure that I'm present moment by moment because if not, then all of a sudden I show up as a bad call. And if I make a bad call, then everybody looks at me and the space of the recreation is over at that moment, and then it's about me and, and a bad call that I've made. So what I've realized is, is that my job is to make sure that I stay present moment by moment so that as the game is showing up, um, I'm really allowing that to happen without me being in the way. You know, the, what I was thinking about, actually, when you just said the thing about the bad call, the bad call would actually be level two. Yes. Of your of your um, umpire conversation, veteran. Right. What share what happened with our listeners this week, and the the new understanding that you that you got from it. Um. Well, the really the 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 new understanding that I got is that um, there was a situation where in the very beginning of a game um, I made a call. And in the past, when this situation would happen, um, I would get kind of reactivated by it because at that moment I would take it personally. Well, what happened is, is that in the past, if there was a controversy and a player took offense to what I called and they crossed the line by telling me to go F myself, um, I would have to eject them. And I would eject them with some emotion because it was, uh, I took it personally that, that they said that to me. And what, this week what happened is that this situation came up and the person said, go F myself. But I noticed that there was really no emotion on my part as I said to him, you're out of this game. And I went over to the manager and told him that he had 60 seconds to leave the park, otherwise the game was over. 
but I did, I did it in a way where there wasn't any emotion. It was just, that was just part of the game. That just showed up. And so that showed up, and the space was suspended at that moment because um, I had to take care of um, getting that out of the space, meaning that that person had to leave. And so I knew that that's what my job was. And so, the, so it was almost like when you're watching something on DVR and you press the pause button. <laughs> right. The, the pause button was pressed for about uh, 120 seconds until that situation was taken care of. And then the pause button was released and the game went on. So and you I, experience your authority um, from a place of strength rather than emotionality. It wasn't even strength because strength is 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 another emotional uh, interpretation. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Of neutrality. It, it, yeah, it was just that. Okay, that that showed up, and so when that shows up, this is what has to happen, and uh -huh, that's what so happened, and then once that was gone, then back to the game. Yeah, well, you were, you were, actually, you were detached. You were detached from the uh, emotional. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and completely, and, and that's, completely detached. And what I realize is is that. Leaving your personality home means leaving your personality home and letting the game show up. And when the game shows up, it's going to have different things that show up sometimes. And as it shows up, it's almost like uh, an orchestra leader that now points to the horn section. And then when that's done, he points to the string section. And that's basically what happened. I went to the manager, and he understood. And the guy packed his stuff and left. And as soon as he left, boom, back to the game. Okay, so here's the point that I'm that I'm wanting you to make for for everyone. You had an experience after that, and the experience that you had after that was that you gave a call that some might have considered questionable, and you had that experience. Well, ah, okay. That's so, the one I'm after. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean the sequence is perfect. Okay. Yes, it is. But this is the conclusion here, and this is um, this is the cherry as far as I'm concerned. So um, when you know when you've really become a master of the game is when you're, you're, having, you're, you're doing the game and there are some calls that you make that are questionable, but because of the fact that you've, you have set a reputation for your presence in the game and people know who you are, then when there are questionable calls, or calls that are close, um, people just take a moment. There's maybe a groan or something, but because of who you are in the game, it's almost like people give you the pass on it. It's like, okay, that was a close call. It didn't go my way, but I'm not going to stop the game to argue about it because who you are as being the umpire is the master, and I respect that. And you're the master of the game, and I respect you, and that's why I invited you to be here and also set the space this morning. Well, I really appreciate that, and I thank you so much for allowing me to be part of your show. Gosh, <laughs> allowing seems like uh, such a funny thing. I was uh, privileged. <laughs> I'm just, the moment I heard you speak, I wanted you on the air because this is what we're talking about, folks, and this is where we can get to, and we can get to this in all aspects of our life. And uh, Ira, please feel free to stick around and perhaps even comment later. Uh, Randy, Lewis, any, anything you want to say here? Well, I'm curious. Um, when you have an experience like that, and Ira, and you, um, 
you know someone calls uh, calls you on your on your decision um, do you have a sense of well uh, you know from having been at this for so long um, that you just know that your call was correct or do you take time to sort of listen and assess whether or not um, what you're hearing is valid in other words is the other perspective uh, you know valid or or do you just know that your call was correct based on all of the all of the exposure and experience and intervention that you've had in the game well, the, the way it works is that you have, before the game starts, you get together with both managers of the team, the, the two people that are in charge of their team. And what I do is I tell them, if there is a question about a call, I will listen to you and you only. So make sure your players know that I am not really going to entertain their question about it. But if you, in other words, you're the representative of your team. So if there's something that you want to know about what I called, then I'm perfectly willing to listen to what you have to say. That's perfect. And I also want to put in here that that um, that I was a Buddhist, okay, and he prepares for games in a very meticulous way. And this, these 7,500 games that he's done, he didn't just put on his hat and walk on the field. He puts himself into a whole emotional place so that he can do this. And, Randy, I heard you making a sound. Do you want to say something? Yeah, I just, you know, I've watched plenty of games, but i gotta, I got to say the most exciting part is watching the umpires get real mad or in someone's face <laughs> and um, watching the high stress. It's got to be high stress on certain calls. Or, or maybe because you are a Buddhist, you inside don't have that turmoil or that excitement. But when you're watching it live or when you're watching it uh, on the television, it's exciting for us. I think you're the only one on the field we stare at. <laughs> well, you know, what I wanted to say was when you were when you were speaking, I wrote down detachment, I wrote down spiritual path, you know, I wrote down present but hidden from view, um, you know, mindfulness, and uh, I just thought how nice um, this concept of moving from you know from rookie to veteran to mastery is really a reflection of the spiritual path and achieving that, that yeah. phase. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, you are such a good person, Lewis. <laughs> That's exactly what I heard when I was listening to you this week, Ira. Thank you. You're totally welcome, and thank you. And as I said, you're welcome to be around. And I now want to bring, uh, I want to bring on the daughter of a of a dear friend. Uh, Leslie Shapiro is a friend of mine, and um, she's going through quite a trial right now, and she spent some time at my house and on my couch and she also chased me around with acupuncture needles and she's the best acupuncturist I've ever known in my life and she, she's got cancer and she wants to live and I just felt a, the, a need to bring her situation to our listening audience and um, I'm actually going to see if I can get Mary Louise Zeller to talk with her because my understanding is, is that Kayoni helps shrink um shrink tumors as far as I've been told anyway Leslie's loaded with them and she's already <laughs> the interesting part about Leslie is she's actually lived way past what she was expected to live I mean isn't it almost a year past when she was supposed to be supposed to have left before Serena yeah she she got a diagnosis of I think two weeks to a month last May she actually got diagnosed 
the day of my college graduation, and she was only given about a month to live, and now it's about a year and a half past that, almost a year and a half past. And where did you say your mom is right now? Right now my mom is in uh, Portland, Oregon at St. Vincent's Hospital, um, but she's been there attending a clinic called Chelsea Sanctuary, which is really incredible, and they um, use these rice machines and do uh, energy and light and sound therapy. And so she's been there, um, I guess she's been there about two weeks now getting those treatments, and she's also currently in the hospital getting treated um, through a Western approach for some other symptoms. Um, but she's quite an incredible woman, as you know. She's, she's a wild woman, and she has many, many interesting life stories that um, when you first hear, you go, is that real? Did that really happen? Really? <laughs> <laughs> she got her acupuncture training in England or something of that nature, as I recall? Yeah, she got her, well, she got her acupuncture training about 35 years ago, I believe, and she did study at Oxford University um, in England that was part of the training, and then she brought it back to the U.S. and was a part of the first acupuncture class in Maryland at uh, a university called Thai Sophia. Um, and my, my dad is also an acupuncturist, and I remember growing up with them being mortified and so embarrassed that they were acupuncturists because when you're young, you don't really understand what's going on, and my mom would always want to treat me. And, you know, according to acupuncture, the tongue says a lot about uh, your physical symptoms. And so if your tongue has a white coating on it, it means you have more mucus in your system, for example. So she would always want me to show her my tongue on the way to school, and our kitchen would always smell of herbs as they were brewing. And I just remember being so embarrassed. And then when I got older, seeing the people that she had really helped, I mean, she helped save a woman who was in the middle of a heart attack. And when my mom actually got diagnosed with cancer and she was given only a month to live, I uh, stopped working and, you know, was getting ready to put her into hospice. And my mom actually fell madly in love and wanted to move to California. And we all thought she was crazy. Uh, we didn't even know she could survive the plane ride. And she treated herself the whole way on the airplane and made it to California. And I think one of the reasons why she was able to stay alive so long through this whole process and even before her diagnosis, uh, when she had the tumor in her breast, was because she was treating herself with acupuncture. So... I, I, of course, get acupuncture now and, and really, really believe in it, thanks to my parents. But um, she's been through a lot, and I think that the, the alternative medicine she's used has really, really helped her. Um, and now she's in a situation where, again, she's um, kind of, I guess, renewing her, her hope and her faith and finding kind of a new way to live. I don't know if you ever heard of Anita Marjani's book, Dying to Be Me, but my mom's been using that as an inspiration. Oh, and no, I hadn't. Anita, Anita Marjani is a really interesting woman who um, went into a coma and um, weighed about 90 pounds. She got diagnosed with cancer, and everyone thought she was going to die, and she had this you know, near-death experience where she was actually able to see her body and choose to go back into it. And she said when she was in that space, it was like she was filled with this infinite light and infinite presence and she couldn't even imagine fitting herself back into a body it seemed almost mm -hmm. it seemed almost crazy and you my know, mom read this book 
and got very inspired by it and, um, you know, just just continually finds this energy and zest for life. And so her diagnosis is terminal, and yet um, she's still really fighting it. Yeah, and I also want to mention that all of our diagnoses are terminal because um, that's the way it ends up here on planet Earth. Uh, Ira, I was actually <laughs> thinking of... I was actually thinking of Bethany's um, Dr. Buddy. Maybe we can get that number. Um, Ira's wife has a, has a, I guess, oncologist that she's working with that actually has a blood test that can be given that recommends best herbal treatments and also um, best chemo treatments. And it's really mm-hmm. remarkable and it's very finely tuned. Um, I'd love to have you. You have a website that you're... Collecting funds to help take care of your mom. What is that? Yeah, I started a fundraiser on youcaring.com. And um, if you want to visit it, it's youcaring.com backslash a miracle for mom. And if you go on youcaring and you write in a miracle for mom or you research that on Google, it'll pop up. Uh, And it's a fundraiser created to help my mom raise money right now so she can get treatments at Chelsea Sanctuary and so she can also find a place to live. She's, um, as you know, uh, she's been kind of couch surfing the last year right. and a half. It's been hard for her to work. Um, and so we're, we're really trying to get her stable. And um, I've, been, I've been doing it on my own so far, and the fundraiser has been incredible, absolutely incredible. We've had over 85 people so far donate money. Yeah. Um, I think in the last in the last week we've been able to raise about eight thousand dollars. So we still have a ways to our goal. Um, the treatment she needs costs a lot of money, and um, there's a lot of daily expenses that she needs. So if anyone is interested in donating, uh, it would really, really mean the world to me and my mom. Um, and again, you can go to youcaring.com backslash a miracle for mom. Oh, that's perfect. Um, please feel free to stay around and we'll talk to you after the break. Uh, You're listening to Waking Up in America. Um, I'm Dr. Val Kirkgaard and Randy Shannon is here and um, and so is Dr. Constantine. So after the break we'll be um, continuing this conversation so stay tuned. We ask you to visit the Waking Up in America website and sign up for our newsletter and check out our sponsors. They're actually on the right hand side of the page and as you actually sign up for the newsletter, a really interesting thing happens. You will then get a password sent to you, okay? And that password will allow you to enter the amazing section, which is on the toolbar at the top of the page. You'll see that this week um, our champion at any age, Mary Louise Zeller, who was on last week, our show replays um, from Albuquerque here on the Internet on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific. And you can access that show by going to Waking Up in America. And you can also download the MP3 file. So (laughs) I see I have and Obamacare right now. Well, that didn't work so far. I understand Obamacare is um, coming into action. I'd still like to see it ended, please. I want to thank our presenting sponsor, Kayani, which means strong medicine. And uh, it's very strong medicine and actually... I can't say all the things that it does because I'm not supposed to lure you um, with with cures. The, the FDA doesn't like that kind of stuff. But I've seen some amazing stuff with Kayani. I use it daily, and I love it. And um, what can I tell you? It, it's a superfood. 
And when you are fed the right things, interesting things start to happen in your body. Directed breath, that's an emotional clearing process that I do that um, actually you can go back in and actually alter um, your DNA um, memory from this. It's because we inherit our, our ancestors' DNA incompletions. And <laughs> this process will actually take care of that. We have Sir Jason Winter Tea, which is a great tea, especially as it's getting cooler. Um, CW and I like to drink the peach iced tea in the summertime, and I'm still partial to the peach tea. But all the products that are here on Waking Up in America are things that to make you healthier and stronger and to have the best life available. The Shift Network, they're all about peace, folks, and a really good place to go. Um, they teach classes in um, being peace ambassadors and all kinds of things of that nature. All of these things that you see on the right side of the page, they actually have links under them that will take you to the, the different websites and such. Uh, we want to bring to your attention ProTandin, which is a blood cleanser. I do two things, okay, actually three. I take iron, I take ProTandin, which is a blood cleanser, and I do my Kayani. And I used to have like 30 things that I took, and now those are the things that I take, and it takes me a couple of minutes to do it rather than um, <laughs> long, tedious choking on pills. Um, just not there anymore. It's a, it's a different world, and uh, my, um, my life is just much richer and fuller as I've incorporated the products that I put on the air for you. Because there have been a lot of things I've tried that aren't here. These are the ones that are all gold, okay? Marketing with the Stars Raw is a mailing list of 100,000 people. And that mailing list, oh, my gosh, the people are intelligent. They actually buy things. Um, there's very interesting flyers will come across your desk. And then the ever-famous and popular founder of 42action.org, Randy Shannon. You want to say something, Randy, real fast? Whoop, whoop, yes. Uh, we actually are working with some people. Everybody drives pretty much, and uh, most everyone has experienced the unpleasantness of getting a ticket. So we have some packages that we've put together on how to eliminate that contract within the first three days of getting your ticket. And they can find out more if they just email us at support at 42action.org. Do they work? Does that actually work? Do you actually get it rid of the works. It works. As work. long as you uh, end the contract that they have forced you to sign when they pulled you over within the first three business days, it is... This is uh, very good information. Why don't we have... A conversation on that. Aqua Chi. Um, actually, we're going to have Aqua Chi on next week. We're going to Michael um, McElvoy of Aqua Chi, and this is a detox foot bath that you would not believe what comes out of you with this thing. And um, he also has a thing on telomeres, which extends your life. So <laughs> he'll be on next week. I think you'll find this a very, very interesting conversation. Also, uh, I was, was on the Galactic Federation call. Um, last night, no, the night before last, and the Galactic Federation was saying that we no longer have UFOs, we have IFOs. Guess what that means? What is it? Guess. It means identified flying objects. Ah, okay. Okay, so it's always been unidentified flying objects. He says, well, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to have to get it. They're identified and they're coming to help. <laughs> so what can I tell you? I'll... I'll take any help that I can absolutely get. So I don't know where you are on, on this, Lewis, but um, the unidentified objects have been identified. Do you care to comment? <laughs> <laughs> There's that laugh. <laughs> Little did he know what he was getting into when he did, 
that he was well, I, I, I certainly wasn't contemplating um, uh, having a conversation about who might be in those craft, um, <laughs> medical technologies of the future, or from other locations. So let me just say that uh, we'll see what the health benefits of uh, the, um, the the residents of these of these places that are manning these crafts. If uh, I to can offer get us. Sheldon Nidal to get up in the morning, you could ask him <laughs> these questions because I've tried when I when I did the show at 2 p.m. Pacific. Sheldon and his wife Colleen were both on. When I mentioned this time to them about how they'd have to be on the air at 10 minutes to 6, they go, I don't know, let me get back to you on that. Well, they've been getting back to me on it for a long time, but what you'll find is some phenomenal health things are going on. And if um, if you follow the link on our website, folks, to um, the Galactic Federation, you can find out about the classes that Sheldon does once a month, and they're absolutely, totally excellent. And uh, Tad Patterson does court issues, and you have the rights and things of that nature, so there's a link to his site there. So it all just gets interesting. We're here for you, okay? We're here for you, and we want you to win, and we're giving you every tool that we've had that we can imagine to get you there. So uh, we have our presenting sponsor, Kayani. You can join us on Wednesday evenings at 6 p.m. Pacific for Mary Louise's introduction to Kayani and great health, and you can write me at val at wakingupinamerica.com so I can send you the seminar link. And we want Patricia Bragg's apple cider vinegar banner. We want the banner for the website. No, no, <laughs> Love them. Love them. Love them. No, I, just, I bought some sushi last night, and I just used the little spritz soy sauce that they have. It is so delicious and healthy. Yes, 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 yes. So we want your banner, so get your banner. Hurry up, Patricia, and get it over here. We want your banner. Also check out coningcompany.com while you're at it, the Coning Company. Um, it's a 5,000-year-old process for cleaning your eustachian tubes. It affects sinuses and things of that nature. Uh, you've got stiff neck. Um, it's perfect for eradicating um, chemtrail damage. So, gosh, did I miss anybody out? Oh, alkaline restructured water. Oh, my God, Brooke Peterson. Um you want to talk about water, talk about it with Brooke. Um, her telephone number is 561-628-1845. That's 561-628-1845. I've been calling myself Aqua Woman. <laughs> and so Aqua Woman has been investigating all kinds of um, different waters, Randy, and I came across one called Blackwater yesterday. Mm. That's supposed that's... to be over at BevMo. So I'm going to go check it out and see what it what it says and try it out. But Okay. A friend of mine, Vinny, he he was showing me his bottle of black water, and I thought better than the company that runs around shooting people. So, um, oh yeah. The, uh, <laughs> so uh, not not hired mercenaries. Thank you. Anything in particular that you want to bring forward this morning before we bring the good doctor in? Well, I did want to say that I went ahead and posted on Facebook for uh, Serena her the book and also posted the miracle for her mom. Uh, page, so hopefully that'll get her some traffic as well. Yeah, got a few listeners on there. Uh, You know what? It's been a slow week for me. Not a whole lot going on. Went outside, got some sun, got my natural vitamin D, and it's funny that you said you've narrowed down your products. I took a picture yesterday of the protandum that I take, and I actually take MSM. I'd love to hear Lewis's thought on MSM, uh, the white powder, and did a smooth I just drank smoothie all day yesterday, so I was feeling really good. Went for a run. So I want to put you on Kayani and see what week. happens. Did you I know. Did I'm, you I'm, get I'm it? Anxious. 
I have not yet. Sent in your name. You, I, I sent in your name. You should be. You should be getting your little package, your seven-week trial or your seven-day okay. trial soon. Okay. And I'm <laughs> real curious what what you perceive about that because I periodically will drop out one or other of the products to find out if I feel any different, and mm-hmm. I invariably do. My two biggies are the um, are the Kayani and the Protandin. Uh, Louis, so I bet you have a comment. I, I do, and, and um, I'm going to reserve comment on MSM for another time, if that's okay, Randy. But uh, just a couple things. One is, uh, since you mentioned Kayani and you were talking about um, cancer and breast cancer in particular, um, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of experimental work in vitro and in vivo. In animal models, there's very, very, very little work in uh, in people looking at the effects of these of the compounds or components of things like Kayani. But what is known is that um, tocotrienols, which is, you know, this unique form of vitamin E, have potent anti-cancer effects. And the delta tocotrienols are the most potent in this regard, followed by gamma. And so the anatotocotrienol, that is the tocotrienol that you find in Kayani, is 90% delta and 10% gamma. And what does so, that mean to earthlings? What, I'm sorry? What does 10%, 90% mean to earthlings? Because well, I don't even know what a tocotrienol is. The most potent forms, the most potent forms in terms of anti-cancer effects, at least experimentally, uh, are found in this particular product. Um, so as a supportive you know, supplement, um, it's probably optimal or ideal. When you look at the tocotrienols, this, this, these forms of vitamin E, depending on what you look at, you know, not surprisingly, one, one form, let's say alpha tocotrienol, uh, may have a more potent effect, uh, for example, in, in neurodegenerative disease. Uh, and, uh, and gamma and alpha combined may have more potent effects on modifying the risk for coronary heart disease. But the delta and gamma tocotrienols found in Kayani, at least experimentally, appear to have very potent anti-cancer effects. Huh. Um, so I wanted just to mention that because you, you mentioned Kayani as having potential influence on um, people who are having cancer and how it can be a supportive nutritional uh, supplement to take. You know, I was but, thinking about it, Louis, and I, yeah. I realized this morning it's not just like a supportive supplement. Kayani is a superfood. It you is know? a superfood. It is a superfood. We don't talk about it like it's a superfood. But, you know, when I was a kid, if I ate a peach, do you know how many of those I would have to eat today to get the same nutrition? I would have to eat 50 of them. 50, the difference between 1 and 50. So our food has been so um, denatured of any value that it seems to me that you have to do something. Uh, and Kayani actually means strong medicine, and it, because Mary Louise Zeller walks on air, air and water as far as I'm concerned. You know, anybody that can do what she does at at 45 years old, folks, if you haven't heard this story, she decided she was going to be doing Taekwondo. By the time she was 47, she started winning gold medals, and she continued to do that for 20 years. So I've always, and I've known her that long, so I've always followed her around, and she just does amazing physical feats, and so does her husband, Ron Zeller. And it's, yes, it is their personality in a way, because they're willing to 
do the stuff that needs to be done without a lot of hesitation. But it's available to everyone, and, and you know that too, Lewis. you know? Well, the thing about Kayani, um, and in particular Sunrise, which is the superfruit um, combo, um, this is how I look at it. Um, and by the way, when, when, the, uh, when the formulators of Sunrise you know, put it together, they were very careful in their choice of, um, of superfoods, superfruits. Um, they could have just thrown a bunch of berries that are popular into, uh, into the mix and said, hey, we've got all the things that people are talking about. Um, but what they did was say, well, let's talk about the wild Alaskan blueberry because this is really the, uh, the, comp- the, the, the product that, or the fruit that, that stimulated the whole product development and the whole formula. But what they looked at was the antioxidant content of the various uh, components and said, let's have as little overlap as possible so that we can make sure we're providing a very broad array of benefits. Um, the thing about Sunrise is that it contains all of the compounds that are probably have been overlooked by nutritional research you know, over the last 100 years. And I don't know if I've mentioned this before in this program, but if you look at nutritional science, there's been this amazing, this, this heavy focus on things like ascorbic acid, important, uh, beta-carotene, okay, alpha-tocopherol, isolated, isolated vitamins. And the, the assumption was that these are the critical components of the fruits that are making a difference. And it was a rather naive assumption. Um, and it's because of our reductionist approach in, in the West you know, what is the most critical compound? How can we isolate the compound that makes a difference instead of looking at the whole? So, so Kayani Sunrise really basically is whole extracts from these various components, and it has, it has what we've been missing and what the nutritional scientists haven't told us about, and that's the phenolics, that's the flavanols, that's the flavin-3-ols. What, I don't it, know what phenolics and flavanols do. Yeah, these are these compounds that are also called phytochemicals, there are, there are thousands of them, literally, uh, that basically function as, number one, antioxidants. So they potentially directly impact the process that causes inflammation, disease, and aging. They also turn on genes or turn off genes. Um, like white, turn on like genes light that switches. Are, I'm sorry? Like a light switch, you can turn yeah, it like off a light on? switch. They they can turn on genes that are that promote health. They can turn off genes that potentially are cancer promoting. Awesome. Um, wow. They actually awesome. stimulate That's our awesome. cells to to ramp up production of uh, antioxidants like superoxide dismutase and catalase. These are these are compounds that our cells make to protect themselves from damage from uh, uh, the process of oxidation that results from overnutrition, that results from chemical pollutants, that results from <laughs> overnutrition. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> anyway, I've never heard anybody say that uh, one before? <laughs> that's a that's, so, that's a good one. But what, right here, I want to just interrupt you for a minute because it's not it, it, the blueberry, for instance. You can go to the store and you can buy a blueberry. You go get the Kayani blueberry, and which comes from the Alaskan tundra. That blueberry is 30 times more potent than whatever you're picking up in the store. So what you're looking at in these different products and things, protandin is the same kind of thing, is they're top quality, quality ingredients, okay? So waking up in America is about having a healthy soul, healthy spirit, you know, healthy point of view, things of that nature. And it's also about being vital, alive, and um, 
showing up in a seminar, which is the seminar called Life in this case. And by the way, as we mentioned earlier, it's all terminal, folks, every one of us. So what's the quality of life? A friend of mine was talking about between the dashes on the tombstone. What's your quality of life? Or, oh, my gosh, what can we do next? You know, the choice is, uh, is up to us, and we, we, we have to have the discipline. I love umpires um, because I love talking with, with Ira because he doesn't go into a lot of story. He just does what he does, and he takes himself to the highest level, and he does it. Uh, talking to Serena, you can get that her embarrassment has now turned into pride. Okay, so our children will survive us, hopefully. Uh, because what we're doing is we're doing the best we know how to do for them. And as we go through this process, um, you know, Randy, how has your life changed since you've been on Waking Up in America? Because since I've been doing Waking Up in America, it brings me into the best of everything all the time. Just because That's, that's what a I'm good way for. to say it, because that's how I feel. And, you know, I've always been a happy person, but I so look forward to being on the radio in the morning, and I can never wait to hear who the guests are. And I love, you know, meeting people like Serena and the umpire and Lewis and all the past guests that we've had because, wow, I just, I learned so much. And, you know, I've been like this wild child, and then I hear the umpire, and he's calm, and he's a Buddhist. And (laughs) I just lead, like, kind of a... Uh, a messy middle child lifestyle, right? <laughs> I hold it all together, and I just have fun. And so I just love to hear some of the people that are super grounded and um, just learn from them. You're a sassy middle excited. child, kiddo. What's that? You're a sassy middle child. <laughs> Usually the middle child know. in psychology is tormented. Did you know that? Well, middle children, it's funny because you're kind of a train wreck right out of high school, et cetera, but... Um, I read an article that there's no one that loves like a middle child. We love our family. We love our friends. Yeah. And uh, and we, towards, you know, the middle of life, we finally pull it together, and um, we lead the most exciting lives over the the firstborn or the lastborn, typically. So there's some good studies. I'm glad I'm a middle child. Say it like that. You're, you're glad you're the middle child? Okay, psychologically speaking, the middle child has a dilemma, okay? Uh, okay. The older child gets to do what they want, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're well, older. they have this no rules, though. No, but this is what the middle child is normally told, okay? The middle child is normally told that their older brother or sister can do it because they're older. And then That's when they true. want to get away with something, they're told that they're too old to do that, but their younger brother or sister is so young that that's why they get to get away with that. So the middle child gets banged on both sides. Like they're that not old true. enough to do this and they're too old to do that, okay? You, you, could have, you did that when you were little, but you can't do it now. But you can't do that either because you're not old enough. That's right. Experience that. Well, you know, we were the fun ones at the party. The party never started till we arrived. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a few minutes left in the show. Ira, are you still here? I am. Any comments, Mr. Ump? No, I've just been kind of listening to everybody, and it's been it's uh, it's been very interesting to be up at this early uh, morning to be on the air. <laughs> <laughs> and you you don't even hear his sleep in his voice. 
I will be going back to sleep when the show is over, though. <laughs> you know what's really funny is I always say that I'm going to, but I never have been able to make it back to bed because once I'm off the thing, I'm, like, ready to paint the roof, you know? It, it's it's such an upper for me. Uh, Serena, w- what's been happening for you as you've been here with us this morning? Oh, it's been great to connect with all of you, and thanks so much for for having me on the show. And, um, you know, it's 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 interesting... Um, I like I like hearing your dynamic and how how do you guys uh, talk to each other and go through these different topics and I you know there's certain ones that I can really relate to and I'm I'm um, I'm just really really excited to be here and and honored that you guys gave me the opportunity to talk to my mom so talk about my mom so hey we love your Thank mom you. I love your mom a whole lot I mean your mom sat in my bedroom after she had stuck needles in me and saying to me. <laughs> <laughs> well she she loves you too and she sends her love and I she started crying when I told her I was gonna come on the show and, and uh, do this and it, it means the world to her. This is an adorable human being who um if you have the opportunity to have her do acupuncture on her on you Lewis, she will sing to you afterwards if you ask her. Yeah, she will. <laughs> well, I, I'm looking at her photograph uh, on the website that you mentioned, Serena. She, she's a beautiful uh, lady. She just uh, oozes uh, compassion. Yeah, she has a lot of radiance. It's interesting. We also, uh, I was also raised Buddhist, and um, my my nanny for 10 years was a Buddhist nun who actually helped raise me with my mom. And my mom was... 41 when she had me, but she had had, I think it was four or five miscarriages and then had adopted a baby boy, and the birth parents wanted him home 10 days later. And then she actually made prayers at this Buddhist temple over a three-month period to be able to become pregnant with me. Um, So we also have that um, in common. Uh, We have all kinds of clanging going on. I wonder if we're losing people or gaining people. <laughs> Are you still there, Randy? I got thrown out. <laughs> oh, you got, well, you're the one that got. See, the middle child always has it. Just like I said, it was to be the middle child. My life okay. story, but I love it. I embrace it. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, uh, as you can tell, waking up in America is all about family and creating family. And I, I, w- I want the listeners to pay attention what happened in a very short period of time. In a very short period of time. Lewis did something. In a very short period of time, Randy did something, okay, to forward the conversation. We can be giving that to each other all the time. Um, Ira, um, your experience of um, being in the Living Passionately Seminar, what that's done for you in a very short period of time, what, a couple months? You still there? Yes. Did you want me to comment? Yeah, or? I wanted you to comment on the Living Passionately Seminar. Well, it's just um, there's, there's the conversation is not like you have on the street. I mean, uh, it, it, it's quite amazing how um, when you have this inquiry about, about what it is to live passionately with purpose, grace, and ease, uh, it kind of changes the – it kind of – changes the focus and um, it's just and when you're with people that have similar values and similar points of view it it really 
it, again, it's, it's a space that shows up that um, you, you don't normally get when you're doing your daily life. So I really appreciate being in the seminar, and, uh, and I appreciate you being in the seminar too, Valerie. Oh, thank you very much. And Jerry Burkhardt, we really appreciate having you as our new Los Angeles um, seminar and leader and also as um, forum leader for the center. The training that people go through is seven years just to to be a forum leader, and the seminar leaders go through some pretty intense training as well. And what Landmark is about is ontology or what it is to be a, um, a human being. And you actually do. We, we talk about breakthroughs, and literally, your whole world changes when your perspective changes. Um, you start to feel better. You know, you maybe use some aqua chi and you uh, detox some stuff out of your body or you use El Pinto Salsa. Um, Jim Thomas at uh, El Pinto Restaurant. That spices up your life. I love this guy. He's put Kangen water into his restaurant, okay? So it just there's people that are just doing the best they can do all over the place, and they're here, and they're represented on Waking Up at America, and this program has been brought to you by Kirkguard Media, our radio partners, ConingCompany.com, Dr. James Murphy, John Denver, Dennis Weaver, and Larry Hagman in memoriam, and drvalerie.com, and doctor is all spelled out. And we thank our producers and sponsor. Ron Hayes is a wonderful research editor. And a big thanks to our team at Voice America, Jeff Spinard, Nathan Jett, Brad Colmer, Ryan Treasure, Randy Jackman, DeMont, and our friends at Cumulus Radio, Mike Vitale, Monica Rains, and Ron Simon, and Dasha, you rock. A big thanks to John Thomas, our webmaster, and merci beaucoup to Bent Meigen for our theme music, Almost Ordinary People, which is available to you as a free gift um, to download. Um, next week, invite a friend to listen and write us at val at wakingupinamerica.com. And remember, Sidious Altius Fortius, that's the torchbearer. So I dub you all torchbearers. Go out and do a mitzvah today. Give somebody a boost. That's what it's all about. And you're not crazy anymore. Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com. This is for all in you, pouring through, now your heart is Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.